line of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you <laughs> Investor's Edge with Gary Kulbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kulbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, February 12th, Tuesday. And as you can tell, I'm on a phone. It does not happen very often, but I'm on a phone. And I can give you all the sordid reasons why, but it really does not matter. Let's just say it's safe to say that I had somebody do some updates to my computer, which houses the radio show and the software. And for whatever reason, the updates, I don't know if it crashed my computer, but it ain't working. And what's interesting is I am taking it tomorrow to the Middle East. It better get working. Uh, we will put in a fail-safe, though, and put the radio software, that's what I call it, radio software, on another laptop uh, that we have. My apologies. It's all on me. As they say, the radio stops here. Hope you're having a good day. So remember yesterday I told you the things that I read and how I spend my mornings? Well, this morning, as I was waking up and reading, let me just tell you what I read. Number one, we may have an earnings recession. Somebody wrote that earnings expectations were first supposed to be 12%. Then it was taken down to 7%. And now earnings year over year are going to be flat. Another article I read stated Europe is already in recession. Another article I read is that China has big, big problems. Demographic problems, debt problems, overbuilding problems, fakery problems. Another article I read concentrated on Japan. How they've been keeping rates at 0% since the big flood of 42 and how many problems they have. That's what I read today. And from reputable people. I'm not talking about the perma bears. You know, they're out there all the time saying the end of the world's coming, regardless what the market does or does not do. Or the perma bulls, that no matter what, market can be down 50%, everything's a-okay. But with all that news, how bad everything is. The market gaps up today and has a very good day. Leaving those people scratching their head. How is it possible that markets are going up? Oh, and it's only the central banks. And you know we're the biggest whiner about central banks. Well, as we have always told you about markets, they're a great forecaster. They telegraph the shape of things to come. So is it possible the market is looking forward at a reacceleration of earnings? I don't know. We'll only know in time. All I know is the evidence at hand, what I am seeing, and most importantly, reactions to the earnings reports that are supposedly bad, 
supposedly good, or indifferent. For me, it is about outcome. Outcome. And when all is said and done, I completely forget what everybody's saying. Because right now, I'm in the midst of reading people saying, get this, the market's not real. No, really. The market's not real. The movement we are seeing in the markets are fake. And you remember when the market was going down, what you were hearing from the perma bulls. It's an overreaction. Market's cheap. On and on. Well, guess what? It's just about the outcome. And the market is ignoring all that supposed bad news. And some other things happened today that may be solidifying the market. What do I mean by that? Well, you know we look at 1,500 to 2,000 stocks. You know we look at 200 sectors, not just the Dow. So we're able to see the underneath the surface action of the markets. And as you know, we've been telling you how narrow things are in the rally that this area, that area, this area, and that area are not participating. Well, we may have got today some areas that are starting to participate, adding to the better part of the equation. We'll see. But first, before we really get going, from the phone, if you don't get this show in your city, you go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary. Call Palm. Email me. Just be nice. Read our articles that we post. If you want to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes and our email service, convictionleaders.com. Right there. One month free. Check it out. All there. So I just want to start with that because I have to tell you, all I read this morning was negative. And I'm not even talking politics. I'm just talking about what people are saying about the economy. And I'm not even talking about Paul Krugman, who looks like he's hoping for bad days ahead. So it is a classic example of what we've seen over the last few months to not pay attention to those that are fighting the tape and the markets. We saw it on the way down. We're seeing some of that on the way up. I will tell you this. There is no chance. There is zero chance. There is less than zero chance we are going to into a recession here when markets are going up, even with the Fed. And again, you know how much we hate the Fed. If we were going into recession, regardless of the Fed, the market would not be doing what it's doing. How do we know? A hundred years of history. Bear markets will precede recessions a hundred percent of the time. Not 99, 100. That's how we know. So up next, full market wrap. We'll complain about a few things and much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. 
Sportsman to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for putting up with me today. We are phoning in today, our uh, computer on the fritz. What we have is a software on the computer for the radio show called Lucy Live, and the computer just is not happening. That's all. And I have to get it fixed. Actually, we're going to add the software to another laptop for, uh, for a fail-safe. I probably should have done that already. That's on me. Humbly, apologize. But we're still here. What can we tell you? Hey, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. list proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. So all that bad news being reported. Dow up 372. Gaps up today. S&P up 34, NASDAQ 106, NASDAQ 100, 105. Semiconductors up 28, transports up 140. Uh, my buddies that are technology experts are absolutely banging their head against the wall, swearing this rally in semiconductors should not be happening. That the bottom of the cycle has not occurred. In fact, things are only getting worse. That's what they tell me. But as we always say to you, the market doesn't care what anybody thinks. It's going to do whatever it wants to do. And maybe this is all about the easy money. The fact is that we had the 180 by Powell. The fact is they're floating the rumor about more printing of money even in non-emergencies. So maybe it's that. I got a sneaking suspicion it may be a combination. But got a couple of little things that I want you to know about. Number one. Housing and housing-related. They've been a lot of dead money. They've been recovering, but pretty much dead money. When you have a chance, I want you to go take a look tonight. You can start with Lenore. And I just want you to notice you had that big first volume move off the lows uh, on January 9th, and it's been sitting around quietly. Volume came in today, and you can see what the stock did. When you have a chance, go look at the Toll Brothers. That's coming up the right side. Go look at D.R. Horton, D.H.I., because that one has a big move today. That is the definition of coming up the right side. So housing, go look at Meritage, MTH, coming up the right side, which takes me to the terrible numbers at Whirlpool. Remember a couple of weeks ago, it opened down like seven or eight bucks and finished up like 10 or 12. Looks like it wants to go higher. Or how about uh, Sherwin-Williams, SHW? That's the definition of coming up the right side on good volume patterns. So you have the housing and housing-related. It can stop tomorrow, but all evidence in is starting to emerge. For what we don't know, but no longer being an anchor on the market. Financials. Been dead money. They've been rallying up with the market. Eh, starting to see maybe signs. Maybe, not 100%. But when you have a chance, look at BlackRock, BLK, and see what it did today. And by the way, the numbers aren't good, but it looks like probably a little bottoming action in here. Go look at uh, T. Rowe Price. Horrible action. Gap down on earnings. Immediately came back up the next day. Sat around, boom, today. Maybe bottoming action. So I'm just making the point two areas that have been dead maybe waking up. I also noticed today, healthcare trying to edge above resistance. The semiconductors had another strong day, as mentioned. 
And again, the moves in the semiconductor stocks, we continue to be amazed by the moves both up and down. Amazed. And may we let you know that the Dow is above the 200-day moving average now. The S&P is back to the 200-day moving average, and NASDAQ's still below. The transport's still below, but getting there. And just another day where really no institutional selling on the market. In spite of all this bad news. Now, I know I'm hearing, and you're hearing that a budget deal is at hand. A budget deal is at hand. Okie dokie. Why would that make the market go up? A budget deal should be at hand anyhow. So just letting you know, some other areas showing up on the screen, not bullish bullish, but not an anchor anymore. And we'll see if more things show up as we move forward. Again, in spite of all this bad news. In the Dow today, Boeing, remember had a little gap to the upside recently? Up six today. Caterpillar up three. That gap down on earnings. Goldman Sachs up three. Home Depot up two and change. IBM up two and change. Johnson & Johnson two and change. 3M. I know I forgot to mention that. That emerges coming up the right side. A very important Dow name. United Health. Remember how this one was getting whacked the last few days? Right back up six today. Only two stocks down in the Dow. Disney and McDonald's both act poorly. Up next, more on the market. And what happened in socialist land today? I'm Gary. This is the one only in that present. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I would like to point out that our debt, the national debt, you know the debt we don't need to worry about? It's cool. It's okay. It's just debt. Went over $22 trillion today. $22 trillion of debt. That simply means, as you know, we simplify things here. That simply means that our government has spent $22 trillion more than they have taken in. Let me repeat that. A government that is supposed to be conscious and respectful of the taxpayer, as well as the long-term future of this country, has spent $22 trillion more than they have taken in. On top of that, they stole all the Social Security money to where retirees are getting paid, not from the money they put into the system, but from the workers of today that are putting their money into the system. 
These are your leaders. Quite often on this show, I would mention one and tell you, oh, they've been in Washington for 45 years. Between Bernie Sanders and Chuck Schumer, they've been there for 92 years. Both started when the national debt was zero. They have been there for the whole $22 trillion of debt, and they keep getting re-elected. Oh, and yes, it goes for the other side of the aisle also. I just have a deep affection for Bernie Sanders and Chuck Schumer. We are now at the point where over the first $500 billion of our taxes will go towards interest payments, which means nothing. And that's every year. Every day, $1.5 billion of our tax dollars is going towards interest. Do you realize what $500 billion can do? You know how the left is whining and complaining? They need more money. They had it. You run up $22 trillion in debt. $500 billion goes to waste every year. So I'm just letting you know we're over $22 trillion today. And I was reading an op-ed. They're blaming it on Trump and his tax cuts. The usual lie. If you're going to blame it on Trump, don't blame it on the tax cuts. We have record revenue to Washington, D.C. Blame it on the spending. It always has been and always will be the reason for our debt. It's their out-of-control unaccountable, not giving a crap about the taxpayer, spending. The last year of Bill Clinton's administration, federal spending was $1.8 trillion. This year it would be, it will be $4.4 trillion. The federal government is spending $2.6 trillion more this year than it did in the year 2000, Give or take a few. I don't have exacts. But my abacus works pretty darn well. We had a State of the Union address by President Trump. Lasted 90 minutes. Not one word about the debt. Not one word about the deficits. We had a rebuttal with the Socialist Party. Not one word about the debt or deficits. But don't worry, everything's fine. Now we have this supposed deal, a budget deal between the Republicans and the Democrats. I don't think it's signed off yet, but there's confidence it will. And I'm thinking to myself, they're celebrating a budget deal. That's going to add $1 trillion to the debt this year. Great. 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 Other things going on in D.C. today, before we segue back to the markets. Uh, that woman, freshman, uh, whatever her name is, socialist, she's backed away from the Green Plan. Uh, they're now saying that it was distorted and not published correctly. 
don't you love people when they get caught for their other moronic stupidity? Oh, we were just kidding. Just kidding. No, they weren't. They still want to be the dictators of our economy. They want a dictatorship in Washington, D.C. That's who they are. That's what they believe in. They think you're all idiots. We are not going to fold here. We are going to fight them here. They should not be running a lemonade stand. El Chapo found guilty. I think it was 10 counts. They're putting him in a maximum security prison. He ain't never getting out again. Supposedly, we're finding out that we have confiscated $12 billion from the dude. Supposedly. Can we build the wall with that money? Speaking of it, the deal between the Republicans and the Democrats, if it's done, that's Donald Trump folding like a cheap suit. Your president, Trumpsters, who vowed to build that wall, ain't building squat. And whatever squat is, Mexico ain't paying for it. Just letting you know. And lastly in the news, Pedro Morales, former WWF professional wrestling champion, uh, passed away, I believe the age of uh, 76. He was also an intercontinental champ, big-time babyface wrestler. And uh, I remember him. I remember him while he was a triple crown champion. And, uh, man, it seems like a lot of my favorites are are older and uh, passing away. Pedro Morales, may you rest in peace in the squared circle in the sky. Let a uh, 76 years old. Go look him up. And I think that covers what I need to cover. Up next, we'll segue right back into my market. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. You're listening to... What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investor's Edge. With Gary Caldwell. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for putting up with me. Uh, calling in on the phone, but hey, we're doing the radio show. This has happened a handful of times throughout the last 20 years. I remember one time uh, we did a whole show in my car, in traffic, in a big thunderstorm. Completely blind, no computer on, not knowing what the market, well, we knew what the market did, but not having anything in front of me. We do what we got to do, ladies and gentlemen. That's how we roll. We will make sure somehow, well, we'll do the best we can to make sure it is fixed uh, tomorrow. We, just so you know, it's a, it's a software program, and we're going to put it on another computer tomorrow. This has never happened before. Uh, and really what you do is you download it onto a computer, and uh, you go to town. Simple as that. How's that? Modern technology. I remember we used to have this big, gigantic board with a big, gigantic thingamabob, and now we have a little thingamabob, and we're able to do radio. What a concept. Anybody can pick me up throughout the, the globe. We've had emails from, are you ready for this? China, Japan, Russia, Afghanistan. We have had a, was it a sergeant? It was many years ago in Afghanistan or a captain emailing me. Taiwan, Singapore, everywhere in Europe. We are big 
in Ireland. They dig Gary in Ireland. Anyway. All right. Back to basics. Number one, we're getting some leadership. Number two, all major indices are above the 50-day moving average. Only the Dow is above the 200-day moving average, which is still above. You want it the other way around. Definitive improvement. Market working through resistance. Interesting enough, we pulled back from three days, got it all back almost in one day. That tells you something. The news continues to be bad, confounding. And I mean confounding people that are fundamentalists on the economy. Remember, there is a fundamental side of the market and the economy, and there is a technical side of the market. And just about everybody I'm reading is talking recessions. Some people are talking depressions, earnings slowdowns, earnings recessions, you name it. They're saying it. Markets ignoring it. Now, will the market have its day? Well, I've got to repeat. There's no way we're having a recession if the market's going up. It's impossible. Never seen it before. I've been studying every, going back 100 years. All recessions have bear markets occurring before them. And yeah, we had a bear market, the 20%, but we've come back too quick. That's not, a, that's not a bear market. I know bear markets. Bear markets are a friend of mine. That was no bear market. Bear mar- in price, yes, but in comeback, no. Bear markets go through months and months and months, lasting nine months, even more. Take complete hope away. They don't just V-shape back up, which takes us to the other point again. We know the central banks are at hand, and they are doing their darndest. And there is no doubt in our mind that they are reacting to markets and not economies. So, lesson number one, pay attention to the market. If we are going to go into a recession, if we're going to have a bad earnings recession, I am promising you markets are going to turn down again and turn down probably badly. But we can only deal with the evidence at hand and more improvement. And areas that have been comatose are turning the corner. Not necessarily leaving, but turning the corner. And if the worst areas are coming off the map, the mat, that's good for the market. Pay no attention to opinion. Watch the market. Watch the two key areas, the semiconductors and financials. And if you just go look at the semis, go back 30 years, you'll know exactly what we are talking about as far as leading the market both up and down. Financials should be for obvious reasons. You have a great evening. Drive carefully. And when you get home, you like we do quite a simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Night, night, all.
This clean edit of Investor's Ed created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.